R.W. Estella. Good morning, R.W. Hey, good morning, Allison. Inside of the past week, we've been the closest to the sun and to the moon that will be all year. On Sunday the 4th, we were at Perihelion, and on Saturday the 10th, we were at Perigee, with the January full moon known as the Wolf Moon, or the Old Moon, or the Moon After Yule. How appropriate, then, that as our all-providing planet was at its, at its chummiest with its nearest astronomical cousins, that NBC broadcast the 66th Annual Golden Globe Awards, replete with its own rendition of celestial, celestial dazzle known as Hollywood Glitz. Of course, as some of us are finding out up here in the land of the many electronic communication drop zones, last night's televised gala event won't be offered gratis for public viewing this time next year, before which a considerable number of television-watching households in our great state of the black cat chickadee will find themselves in the frustrating state of the digital black hole. Some of us, for example, thinking we might be prepared for the switch from analog to digital TV, found out yesterday that the nuances against a smooth transition are many and clandestine, lurking like low-lying poison ivy at the side of an unfamiliar and shadowy path. Yesterday held the first major test for those of us making our initial forays into the realms of digital television. Maine's public broadcasting network, MPBN, in advance of the much-publicized target changeover date of February 17th, began digital broadcasting yesterday on January 11th perhaps in an effort to really open up our eyes as to what's really involved to accommodate the upgrade in technology? When my girlfriend and I switched on our new digital television set with its new auxiliary indoor antenna yesterday afternoon, our eyes were indeed opened in an ironical way. What we saw was a picture containing a consistent and uniform snowstorm, a veritable blizzard of non-reception except for a little blue encoded message in the upper left-hand corner of the screen which read, weak or no signal. We most definitely realized that we were missing something. Just so we could establish some control to this experiment, all the while hoping that MPBN was in the midst of the changeover and hence the static, we called up our next-door neighbor, Earl, who has been a cable subscriber for years, and asked him whether he was receiving the station. To our annoyance, he said that he was, and that the picture was much improved from the previous analog relay. Way back last February or March, when the first announcements about the change to digital television were being made, my girlfriend and I followed the instructions for receiving a set of coupons toward the purchase of a converter box. When the coupons arrived, we simply set them aside without paying any more attention to them until we were getting ready to buy a converter box for our analog television. It was then that we noticed in fine print that the coupons were only good for 90 days. So we tried to apply again online, only to become ensnarled in an unresponsive governmental website. That impasse prompted us to do a good deal of research into purchasing a new, modestly sized digital television, our plan being to use it while we casually pursue the converter box route for future use of the analog TV set as a backup. During the course of our research, we learned about the cliff effect associated with digital television reception, and looked into upgrading our indoor antenna. By and by, we proceeded to buy the new television and buy the new antenna, although the latter, apparently at a mere $50, is not of sufficient capability to bring in the new digital signal of MPBN. Tack another C-note onto the price, we figure, and we might have what's needed to receive the digital signal. Meanwhile, for what's left of the analog stations we receive, we're getting better reception with our 10-year-old analog set and its cheapy Charlie Rabbit Ears antenna 
than we are with our shiny new digital and its flashy modulated antenna. The thing that interests my girlfriend and me most about all of this is the impending overnight obsolescence of millions and millions of pieces of equipment, unless consumers go through extreme gyrations. Even with the change from rotary dial telephones to touch-tone push-button telephones, the change was gradual, and the original equipment has remained entirely usable without any modification or additional accessories necessary. Back in 1927, while Philo Farnsworth and Vladimir Zworkin were refining their own inventions that were the culmination of a long line of inventions from others who had also helped in the development of the earliest television, C.P. Scott, the famous editor and eventual owner of the Manchester Guardian in Manchester, England, remarked, Television? The word is half Latin and half Greek. No good can come of it. Probably more than a few folks will have similarly choice words about television during the next month or so. From Arnold, Maine, have a great day.